BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy last year by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get 150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms, 21 plus only. Virginia only, new customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Oh, should we start this show? Yeah, I'm down. Just buying a car in Carvana first. Ooh, for real? Yeah, it's super convenient. I already got pre-qualified in two minutes. All I had to do was answer a few questions. Ooh, that's helpful. And now just customizing my down and monthly payments. Ooh, that's a very fair deal. Yep. Boom. Just bought a car. And you get to take me to the Carvana vending machine in a couple days to pick it up. Ooh. I'm kind of busy. Visit Carvana.com to finance your next car. Financing subject to credit approval. Hey, everyone. It's Ted from Consumer Cellular, the guy in the orange sweater, and this is your wake-up call. If you're paying too much for wireless service, you don't have to keep having that nightmare. Consumer Cellular has the same fast, reliable coverage as the leading carriers for up to half the cost. So why keep spending more than you have to? Seriously, wake up and call 1-888-FREEDOM or visit ConsumerCellular.com. Savings based on cost of Consumer Cellular single line 1, 5, and 10 gig data plans with unlimited talk and text compared to lowest cost single line postpaid unlimited talk text and data plans offered by T-Mobile and Verizon January 2024. You don't have to dip forever. You know that, right? You don't have to smoke forever. And the reason I say it like that is I have been that guy. I, I've been that guy. I dipped for so long. And what would happen is I would decide I'm going to quit. Oh, that's bad for me. I'm going to quit. I'm a man. I don't need any help. I'm just going to quit cold turkey. And I would fail time and time and time again. I tried things like the patch. That didn't work. Gum, sunflower seeds. I, I tried it all. It's just a matter of finding the right thing to help you quit. That's Jake's Mint Shoes. Go, put in your dip. Just make sure it's Jake's Mint Shoes. It's tobacco-free. It's nicotine-free. It's even sugar-free. And I highly recommend, just a personal choice, I highly recommend their CBD pouches because it really helps take that extra edge off. Get a jakesmintchew.com. That's jakesmintchew.com. Make sure you use the promo code JESSE at checkout. When you do that, get 10% off. This is the Jesse Kelly Show. It is Friday, baby. Let's rock and roll. And let's, let's have a discussion, you and I. 
877-377-4373. It's an Ask Dr. Jesse Friday. We're going to screw around a lot today. I'm going to get to this gigantic stack of headlines that Chris has printed me out throughout the week that I have ignored so I can tell stupid stories. But today's the day, Chris. Today is the day. I'm going to dig into all of them. (laughs) But first, let me ask you something. If you had to make a choice between being a nice person, having a comfortable life, and making virtually no impact whatsoever on the world, or be a world-class prick, but be remembered through the ages. It's easy. You think, I mean, everybody has something they would say right away, right? It's going to depend on the personality type. It's going to depend on where you are in life. I will tell you, I'm asking you the question. I don't know the answer yet. I don't know my answer yet. But I actually had not planned on even talking about this today, even on the way into the studio. Like 10 minutes ago, I wasn't even planning on talking about this. So we're just going to do all this off the cuff. But I was thinking about Joe Kennedy, senior, John, JFK's father. And I can't decide whether I would want to be him, whether I admire him, whether I'm horrified by him. Whether he's impressive, whether he's all of these things. Essentially, when I look at people, when I read history, when I listen to it, when I watch it, I do what you do with movies and documentaries and books. It's it's human nature. Part of the reason you enjoy it is you put yourself in the story somewhere. The hero, the villain, the victim, whatever it may be. And I'm reading about him, and I can't decide. I mean, the dude was... Well, let's just put it this way. Let's just tell you this quick little story because it's actually not all going to be about him. They had seven children, he and his wife. They were Catholic family. The Kennedys were Catholic. It was actually a big deal because JFK was the first Catholic ever elected president. You don't realize that now, and I'm not a Catholic, so maybe Catholics do realize this, but you don't realize it now, but anti-Catholicism was a big thing back in the day, a really big thing. Those dirty Catholics, which is a weird thing for me. Again, I'm not Catholic. I don't understand that. But I don't understand a lot of things. I only prefer my own prejudices. <laughs> like so many things I find to be very weird. and Anti-Catholic, what? I mean, I don't want to go sit through that six-hour six mass, but I certainly don't have a problem with one being president. I don't know what the big deal is. Be that as it may. So they had seven kids. They had a daughter. And the thing is, we don't exactly know what her deal was. Her name was Rosemary. And the reason we don't know is Joe Kennedy Sr. was 
mega, mega powerful. And mega powerful in an era where you only had to control a few news outlets and you controlled the information. You can complain all you want today, and I've done it too, about social media this and ah, the emails and look at this blog and okay, everyone's on Twitter or Facebook and there's plenty to complain about. I mean, there is. But if you want to be a glasses half full kind of person, which everybody knows I am, Chris, you can't control information anymore. It's part of what drives the leftist media nuts. It drives them nuts. They hate it. How often do you hear them screaming? Chris just sneezed in the background. Did everyone hear that? Chris is in here right now and he just sneezed. I want everyone to hear that. It drives them. How how often do you hear these media types? MSNBC, CNN, NBC, whatever the case may be. Scream about Fox News. Uh, Fox News. Obama used to do it from the White House. Fox News is propaganda. Fox News. And if you're on the outside of that looking in, you're thinking to yourself, wait, what? As far as televised media goes, the left quite literally controls 95% of it. Is that fair, Chris? Well, higher as far as televised media goes. And the one channel, well, it was the one channel. Now there's ones I work for, like the first, there's the blaze, there's OAN, there's all, there's, you know, these others popping up now, but they would look at the whole scene and it would drive them nuts that they couldn't control every bit of it, which part of that's just the leftist thing. As I've always told you, it's a religion of domination. They look at controlling 95% of something, and they don't think, oh, nice, we control 95% of something. They look at controlling 95% of something, and they think, oh, that 5%, man. It's a weird way to look at life, but that's that's how leftists think. But today, shoot, today everybody's got a voice. Everybody, as long as you're interesting and talented, you can rise and have some kind of a platform out there. You can. Be interesting. Say something smart. Say something funny. And you can rise. You will rise. For Pete's sake, I'm sitting here behind a microphone speaking to the United States of America for my nationally syndicated show a year and a half ago. This was two-minute YouTube videos where I was throwing pieces of paper in the air. I'm not making that up. You can go look them up. It's called Jesse Kelly Brief. They were awesome. I'm not making that up. Be interesting. Everybody gets a say today. Now, there's a there's a negative to that where utter morons have real platforms and real power now. But isn't that a better state of affairs than... Powerful people controlling all the information you get. So I don't know how I got off on that side tangent when I was talking about Joe, but Rosemary Kennedy was their daughter. Oh, this is how. Well, there was something wrong with her. We don't know whether she was special needs. We don't know whether she was mentally ill. I will tell you a lot of the thinking out there is that she was mentally ill. There was something really, really off. I I don't, I I don't know. 
Look, everything I can say here is going to be insulting because I have no idea. He said in his own words that she was retarded. That's what he said, which was not a bad word back in the day. I mean, this guy was horrible, but that was not a bad word back in the day. That's how you described somebody that was special needs like that. That's what he said. Either way, there was something with her that was not like other kids. And this family didn't want that to get out. Whatever it was wrong with her, they didn't want it to get out. And they had an iron grip on the press, so we'll never know now exactly what was wrong. So, Joe Kennedy Sr., do you know what he did to his daughter, Rosemary? Do you know what he did to his daughter, Rosemary, without even telling his wife, her mother? I'll tell you in a second. Everyone knows I love to eat. And when I travel, I love to find the new restaurants that I have never been able to eat at before. Where, where do I go tonight? What's, what am I looking for? And you know what I look for when I sit down to dig through the restaurant list? Experience. Who's been doing it a long time? Don't give me the brand new fangled store that opened up five minutes ago. Show me the business that's been doing it for 10, 20 years, still in business. Why? Because they know what they're doing. I can trust them. And I look for the same thing when I look for ways to give back. That's why I love Delta Rescue. It's not just that they run the largest no-kill and care-for-life animal sanctuary in the world. I love that. They've been doing it for 40 years. I haven't been alive for 40 years. That's how long they've been giving back. They know what they're doing. Go to deltarescue.org slash jesse. Get involved today. DeltaRescue.org slash Jesse. You're listening to The Jesse Kelly Show. You're welcome. Joe Kennedy Sr. took his daughter, Rosemary, whatever issues she was having, and he got her a lobotomy and didn't tell his wife until the procedure was done and then stashed her in, you know, an institute where she could receive care and never visited her again. Joe Kennedy's, well, his oldest son was also Joe. His second oldest son was John. You know, John F. Kennedy. Joe poured all his heart and soul mainly into Joe at first, but also John, telling them they have to be president. Keep in mind, this is a man who knew FDR well. He was... Actually, I believe if memory serves me, let me check on this real quick. I think he was the ambassador to the UK. I'll check on that later. I think he was the ambassador to do, to the UK during World War II and then promptly got run out of there for saying, if I remember right, democracy is finished in England. 
That caused the big public controversy. When I say the man was wired in, I mean wired in. Also, I should mention he was UK ambassador. Man, I'm smart. I should mention this is not in many of the official biographies. However, if you read any of the old organized crime biographies that I have read, he is named in every single one of them as being heavily involved with organized crime in the United States of America. One man flat out said he owned a piece of every piece of whiskey that was imported in the United States of America. When I say involved, I don't mean he knew a guy who knew a guy. Grooms his oldest son, Joe, from a young age and John to be, you need to be senators, you need to be president. Well, Apparently, he also raised them to be patriots because World War II breaks out. And let's be frank, you can hate on JFK all you want. He'll always have respect for me for what he pulled. And no one even talks about what his older brother Joe pulled. There was a program called the Aphrodite, Operation Aphrodite. It was essentially drone strikes before they were drone strikes, and this is what it was. You see, German U-boats had certain areas where they would hunker down, hunker down, refuel, resupply, and we wanted to attack these areas and attack these U-boats because the U-boats back then were wreaking havoc. And what they did was, what the plan was, they would load up a plane with explosives, and I mean load it up with explosives. They then would have two men... Take off, pilot and co-pilot, with the plane packed full of explosives. And I need to clarify something for you. I know what you're thinking. Well, of course they were full of explosives. They were bombers, bombers. There is a massive, massive difference between flying with a bomb behind you, a bomb that is specifically designed to either go off on impact or go off on a certain altitude. You have to remove a pin. This part has to hit this. There's there's a lot more. It takes a lot more to set off the normal bomb in the back of a World War II plane than it does to set off just a boatload of explosives. And these Aphrodite planes, you're sitting on, it wasn't dynamite, but lack of a better way to put it, you're sitting on sticks of dynamite. Oh, and they shoot at you if they see you. While you're sitting on sticks of dynamite. And the plan was, you take off on this thing, and you 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 have to take off and you aim it, where you want it to crash, land, and explode, and then you, pilot and co-pilot, bail out and parachute while the plane flies on and explodes there. It's fascinating stuff. Well, did I mention before that it was dangerous and not exactly like a bomb? Yeah, Joe Jr. takes off, and something went wrong. Because that bad boy with 21,000 pounds of explosives... Blew up in the sky. It is a tragedy that he died, but let's be honest. It ain't a bad way to go, because I promise you, Joe didn't feel a daggone thing. You're there one second. The next second, you're ash. Gone. They were probably picking up pieces of him all over Asia. 
It was actually in the English Channel, but still. And then John, JFK. JFK flies a PT boat, the patrol torpedo boats. Flies. He's not flying them, Chris. This was back in... It was actually in the water, so you don't call that flying. I don't want to get too technical. <laughs> All right. He rolls with his PT boat. PT boat gets rammed by a Japanese destroyer, basically split in half. couple dudes die right away when it gets split in half. About 10 dudes live. JFK's in charge of it. And keep in mind, this is a blue blood family. And when I say blue blood family, man, it was more than just Joe being wired in with the government and organized crime and everything else. I'm talking wealth. Here's here's a good example for you. When I'm talking wealth, I mean the younger brother, Robert, who Joe hated. We'll get into that in a second. The younger brother, Robert, wanted to make money for himself so he didn't have to ask his dad. So he gets a paper route, right? Well, oh, yeah, good good deal. All-American, good work ethic. Except he has the family chauffeur drive him in a Rolls Royce to deliver the newspapers. <laughs> Not making up that story. <laughs> so when I say blue blood, I mean blue blood. And it's not as if I view, as you well know, rich lives as being somehow more valuable than poor lives. I just have always admired a lot people who come from that kind of environment and still say, no, I'm going to war. But we've talked about this several times before. That was the older mentality. That was what you did. Yes, you're wealthy. Yes, you're privileged. But that means you do more. That means you lead the troops into combat. So I admired it. But either way, JFK's boat gets split in half. His back, which was already not great, gets severely injured. He's in the water with his men. This is a funny story you probably don't know. He actually gathers them around in the water and has them take a vote on whether or not to surrender. Now, that may sound absurd to you, but he said, look, Afterwards, he was asked, he said, there's no, uh, I'm paraphrasing here. He said, there's no playbook for that situation. He told them, frankly, I don't have anything to lose. I know a lot of you have wives, kids, and such. We'll, we'll take a vote. And which I think is really cool. They voted, no, we're not surrendering. And let's be frank here. I realize this is probably before we knew exactly what they do, but not surrendering to the Japanese is pretty much always the better call. No, I'll just go ahead and go down in the middle of the Pacific. So they swim. Only one man's too injured to swim. So JFK, with a broken back, takes the man's life jacket strap in his teeth and swims him to the island. He then has to go out there after there are several new missions of like, we have to go check this island. We have to swim out here and try to flag down this T, uh, PT boat. He doesn't send other healthy men as the leader of the crew with a destroyed back. He did it every single time. It's actually really cool. He eventually found an island with a small canoe and crackers and candy and a 50 gallon drum of water that the Japanese had left there just in case. It was it actually was like a huge lifesaver for him. Pretty cool, right? So again, if I, if I ever talk about JFK again, and it sounds like I have a bit of a soft spot for the man, because I have a soft spot for the man, I admire that. 
Venga. I know what you're going through when you lay down at night and try to sleep. I know this from personal experience, and it is an awful feeling and one that I'm very familiar with. You lay down, and the thoughts come, and the thoughts don't stop coming. And you're thinking about the day you just had. You're thinking about the day you have coming. You're thinking about the next week, the uncertainty of the economy, coronavirus, the kids, wife, whatever the case may be. And it's tough, right? And what do you do? You think about reaching for those sleeping pills, and then you know even if you do sleep, you're going to feel kind of groggy the next day. Stop that. Stop all that. It's time for you to get an ebb sleep. An ebb sleep is a wearable, drug-free device that provides precise, continuous cooling to your forehead area, keeping you asleep. Go to tryeb.com slash jesse. That's tryebb.com slash jesse. Use the promo code JESSE at checkout and get 25 bucks off. We got JFK. War hero, won a medal. Gets elected to the United States Senate. You know the story. Runs for president, makes it. It's shot in the head in Dallas. Sorry about that, everybody. Younger brother, Robert. Now, remember, this is kind of a story about Joe Sr. He wasn't wasn't the kindest father in the world. In fact, remember how I told you he sunk all the effort and time into Joe and John? Yeah, he's... He basically told Robert he was a worthless, soft loser his entire life. And when I say he told him that, that's probably putting it really nicely for what he told him. But as as happens sometimes, it created some kind of drive in the young man. Some kind of, I'm going to show you type point. And agree or disagree with Robert Kennedy. The dude had balls. The dude took on publicly the Teamsters Union and organized and organized crime in a massive way. Now you can argue that's what got his brother killed. I do make that argument. Organized crime figures have made that argument, but we're not going there today. That's it's a big deal to take on the Teamsters Union back then, and he took them on publicly. And he took on organized crime publicly. Now he ran his mouth a little reckless. That was part of his MO. He was well known around Capitol Hill for being way too blunt, way too in your face. Just tell you whatever he thought type thing. And he made the mistake of doing that to some, the dons of a couple families. And that doesn't generally go well when you tell the don of one of the most powerful mafia families in the world that he giggles like a schoolgirl. That is generally a very poor, poor idea. But still, balls. Takes balls, right? Exceptionally well-read. 
went to Harvard, played football at Harvard, and he was some scrawny white kid. Apparently, though, absolutely ferocious. Ferocious. Dude dude was just a wild man on the on the field. Kind of cool. He's his brother's campaign manager. He's his brother's attorney general, which, I mean, let's be honest, that's not an ideal situation to have the president pick his brother <laughs> to be attorney general. But that's such a Kennedy thing to do, right? Well, yeah. We control everything. They've since made rules. You can't, you can't do that anymore. But, uh, and then... Obviously, everybody knows the story. Sirhan Sirhan at the Ambassador Hotel in California, right after Robert Kennedy wins the president or wins the Democrat primary state of California in the 1968 presidential election. He's well on his way to being the Democratic nominee for president, where he would have taken on Lynn, or, uh, Richard Nixon. He goes to the Ambassador Hotel, gives a little speech, steps away from the speech tries to avoid the crowd because crowds take forever when you're a politician, heads back through the kitchen, starts meeting and greeting the busboys. There's some scrawny 20-something-year-old former horse jockey who'd hurt his head and apparently was all messed up in the head, named Sirhan Sirhan, pulls out a pistol, shoots Robert Kennedy in the face. The man, by all accounts, was... A little different than the rest of the Kennedys when it comes to marriage. Loved his wife, had 11 kids. She apparently held his head in her arms in the kitchen while he got shot in the head. And he, Robert Kennedy, laying there, dying, tells his wife, everything will be okay. Heartbreaking. I mean, I know that's a little heavy for a Friday, but still... Kind of cool, right? Kind of admirable. You can disagree with his politics, but kind of cool. And kind of cool, you're laying there at the end and he's worried about comforting his wife. Kind of freaking cool. So allow me to circle back to what I asked in the beginning. Before I get to my Ask Dr. Jesse questions, before I get to this shooting in Georgia... Michael Flynn, we're going to have a fun day today. Before I get to any of that, let me just ask. Is Joe Kennedy a failure, senior? Oh, I didn't mention, believe me, you know I don't do the personal stuff. I'm not judging the guy. Multiple affairs, I mean open ones, with actresses. It was just one of those things, you just did it. It's not like JFK was you know the one who stepped out from the family. He was following the daddy's footsteps. That was the Kennedy way. So again, though, I ask. I'm not here asking you if he's a good man, remember. Do you want that life? There is that old saying. You've heard me say it, and it is a, is a true saying. Almost all great men are bad men. Do you want that life? Because almost undoubtedly, I mean, I should say, Lord willing, you are a better human being than Joe Kennedy. I'm probably the only person listening to this show this morning who's as bad or worse than Joe Kennedy. Lord willing, you're a better human being than him. But are you going to be remembered? 
do you care about being remembered? Does that even matter to you? A lot of people wouldn't matter at all. I will tell you, I'm not big on it. I don't really care. I'm here for about 50, 60 years, and we all know I'm going to be checking out about then, and then I'm going to say sayonara, and you're going to forget about me. Things are judged differently through the lens of history. Because what's funny about that question I asked is this, and this is just simply a fact. We can, because he's still so close to us time-wise. We're looking at pictures of the guy. We watched his son get shot in the head on video. It's still so close to us that we can make these judgments and have this conversation about Joe, Joe Kennedy's legacy. But I will tell you this for a fact, for a fact, 500 years from now, Joe Kennedy will be thought of as a great man. The little, the little things, even if they're big things, tend to get lost through the lens of history. Things are judged differently. Let me ask you something else. This is really going to throw you for a loop. You ready for this? You ready to get the show canceled, Chris? How is Adolf Hitler going to be viewed a thousand years from now? And let me ask you. Let me explain. Does the name Genghis Khan, does it make you want to vomit in the trash can like the name Adolf Hitler does? It doesn't, right? I mean, you may think to yourself he's not a good dude, but almost undoubtedly. I mean, you mentioned Genghis Khan. One of the first words out of your mouth is going to be, what, the greatest strategic general, greatest conqueror ever, and if not very much on the short list. Mongol, Mongol Empire rose the Mongol world. Um, you, you, you know that Genghis Khan killed 40 million people with swords and bows, right? But all that death, all that carnage, as you get further away from it, becomes less important as it becomes less personal. We have Holocaust survivors who can tell their story till, uh, still to this day. Sadly, we're losing them. So you, and rightly so, think Adolf Hitler was the Antichrist. What are they going to write about him a thousand years from now? Dude owned all of Europe at one point. All of it. Go look at a map of Europe about 1940. Big old Nazi flag right in the middle of that bad boy. What What do they say now about Napoleon even? You see what I mean? Which brings me to what we're dealing with today. Hang on a second. You know, your house smells. Don't get mad. Don't get mad. My house smells too. I'm not, I'm not indicting you. I'm sure you keep a clean home, but just time means you're going to acquire smells, whether those are cooking smells that get in your paint, your carpet. Maybe they're animal smells. Maybe you're a smoker or someone else was. Just living creates smells. I didn't realize that my home had a smell to it until I got my first Eden Pure Thunderstorm, the greatest air purifier I've ever, ever owned in my life. This thing, I had it plugged in for two hours. I came back in the room and my air smelled 
so clean. I now own three of them. I'm not making that up. This thing has absolutely changed me on top of what it's done for my allergies. Go get one. Get two. Be like me and get three. Go to EdenPureDeals.com. Make sure you use the promo code JESSE. That gets you 10 bucks off and free shipping. EdenPureDeals.com. Promo code JESSE. Hey there, it's Ryan Seacrest for Safeway. Head in store and shop for all your favorite personal care essentials to earn four times rewards points. Shop for products from Olay, Always, Gillette, Vicks, and Crest. Plus, check out new items like Mr. Clean Magic Eraser Ultra Thick Multi-Surface Cleaner. No more sponges or other cleaning products needed. And Head & Shoulders Bare Soothing Hydration Shampoo, a new kind of anti-dandruff shampoo with only nine ingredients. Offer expires March 26. Restrictions apply. Promotions may vary. Visit Safeway.com for for more details. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess. Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere playing at luckylandslots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18+. Plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. One of the best shows of the year according to Apple, Amazon, and Time is back for another round. We had a big bear of a man who was called Mal Evans, who was on roadie. And uh, I was coming back on the plane, and he said, will you pass the salt and pepper? And I misheard him. <laughs> I said, what? Salt and pepper? Listen to season two of McCartney, A Life in Lyrics on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. My name is Chris Moody, host of the new podcast, Finding Matt Drudge. I'll be taking you on a journey to find the mysterious media mogul Matt Drudge, founder of The Drudge Report. Along the way, I'll talk to people who have worked with him, dined with him, and fought with him, taking listeners into private conversations, all in an attempt to get a better understanding of who Drudge is and what motivates him. Hopefully, he'll even sit down with us. Listen to Finding Matt Drudge on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.